When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I got the authority, the Devi authority. This pot is just more to me. The Devi authority going way up. Taking my opponents down and going way up. Waiting is waiting you down. It's a bevy, a Devi. You can bet I stay ready. I ain't petty, I'm betting all up on me to defend these. All, all these titles and shits from, from concrete to two lit. Number one C, this is it. Pedal to metal, it's lit. I swear I, 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 I got the authority. The Devi Authority. What's up, guys, and welcome into the Devi Authority, coming to you through the airwaves of the media empire that is the Fantasy Authority. I'm Christian Welch, Evil Empire FF on Twitter, and I'm your host for this adventure. Today, we'll be continuing our preseason All Devi Conference series. We've already done the Group of Five and the Pac 12. To date, we've got the Big 12. So, before we get into the Big 12, let's go over some news from the past week. Eric Gilbert, so everybody knows Eric Gilbert, the former five-star tight end turned wide receiver, transferred from LSU, was going to Florida, doesn't go to Florida, ends up at Georgia, already not with the team at Georgia. So he's not with the team for personal issues, says head coach Kirby Smart. Um, Won't get into what those issues are. For me, it's really all speculation at this point. But nonetheless, Eric Gilbert, yet another roadblock in his journey. This is a player you guys have heard me talk about saying that I am very risk averse on and, and, and I've been out on him for a little while. I tend to stay away from the players with a little riffraff and the recruiting process. And then, you know, stuff like we've seen with Eric Gilbert transferring, you know, here to here to here. And, and here we are with I don't know if it's disciplinary issues or, or, or what, but already not with the team at Georgia. This is a guy I will not be investing in going forward. And quite frankly, I wasn't already. Uh, Notre Dame named their starting quarterback. It's former Wisconsin quarterback, Jack Cohn. Uh, Notre Dame has a stud freshman quarterback that I'm very excited about, uh, Tyler Buckner, but it seems like I'll have to wait until later in the year to see him. Uh, Jack Cohn, again, from uh, from Wisconsin, named the starting quarterback at Notre Dame. So more quarterback uh, news. Joey Gatewood, former Auburn quarterback who transferred to Kentucky, is transferring again. So he has lost the uh, the quarterback competition at Kentucky to former Penn State quarterback Will Levis, who eats bananas like a maniac. That's a story for another day. But Joey Gatewood transferring again. We'll see where he ends up. So moving over to recruiting, uh, Tetiroa McMillan, T-Mac, commits to Oregon. So this is a stud wide receiver, just adding to that wide receiver room that Oregon's building out there. I'm very excited to see the uh, the future of Oregon offense with all these pass catchers they're bringing in. So T-Mac to Oregon. Um, a decommitment, the number one wide receiver in the country, Luther Burden, decommits from Oklahoma. And, and this continues some bleeding um, in Oklahoma's wide receiver commitment room. So we'll see where Luther Burden ends up. It seems like Georgia is the early favorite to land his commitment. But I know the Mizzou faithful are, are holding out hope that he'll give the, the somewhat local team there um, a chance. So we'll see where Luther Burden ends up. So we'll go ahead and get into the meat of the pod and look at our Big 12 All-Devy team. So we're going to build a Start 10 Superflex roster um, with the All-Stars from the Big 12, and we'll go ahead and dive right in. So my first quarterback is going to be Spencer Rattler from Oklahoma. Uh, Spencer Rattler, 6'1", 205. Last year, he had a 67.5% completion percentage, passed for 3,031 yards, 
28 touchdowns, seven picks. That's a quarterback rating of 172.6. He's a fiery, confident player. He's got great arm strength. He's excellent on line drive throws. He just loves to attack team vertically in the passing game. He moves extremely well in the pocket. He's a good athlete. He looks good as a runner when he has to get out of the pocket, like he could be a dual threat, but he is by no means a run-first quarterback. He absolutely wants to stay in the pocket and torch teams vertically. But again, if he does have to get out of the pocket, this is a very dynamic athlete that can burn you on the ground. He's probably the favorite to win the Heisman, and currently he's probably the favorite to be the first pick of the NFL draft as well. So if you don't know who Spencer Spencer Rattler is already, you will soon. My second quarterback, we're, we're going to stay right there at Oklahoma. So Oklahoma has, you know, become quarterback university the past couple of years, uh, starting off with Baker Mayfield winning the Heisman, followed by Kyler Murray, uh, then Jalen Hurts. Now we have Spencer Rattler. The next one in line for Lincoln Riley's quarterback factory at Oklahoma is Caleb Williams out of the Washington, D.C. area. Um, he's a true freshman. So 6'1", 210, five-star quarterback, number two quarterback in the country, number seven overall player in the country. So you hear about the elite prospect pedigree he has there. He's obviously going to the best quarterback program in the country. And this guy has a massive arm. He's a dual threat quarterback. And the word around the street is this guy's leadership qualities are awesome. So sounds like the kind of guy that is going to thrive at Oklahoma and Lincoln Riley's system. And I, for one, would rather grab him early before he is locked in as the number one pack, number one pick in the, uh, what is that, the 25 NFL draft. So moving on to my running back room. So my first running back is absolutely going to be Brees Hall from Iowa State. So this guy was as good as any running back in the country last year. Carried the ball 279 times for 1,572 yards and 21 touchdowns. Also had 23 receptions for 180 yards and two touchdowns through the air. Brees Hall is 6'1", 215. He's very big and strong back. He's got great patience. He's got tremendous burst through the hole. He's balanced. He's got great quick footwork. He's even got a good route tree for a running back with very soft hands. Uh, He does everything well, in my opinion, and has even shown some home run ability with a 75-yarder that he had against TCU. So count me in on Brees Hall. He's my running back one in next year's class. My second running back is, you know, this guy has taken the community by storm. This, you know, I've heard the next Saquon. I mean, this guy is the locked-in 1-1 in Debbie startups, even over some of the quarterbacks right now. And that's Bijan Robinson from Texas, who's going to be a sophomore this year. So this guy is six foot two twenty. So he's already got that great size. Last year he carried the ball eighty six times for seven hundred and three yards and four touchdowns. Also caught the ball fifteen times for one hundred and ninety six yards and two touchdowns. This guy has everything. He's got ideal size. He's got patience. He's got vision. He's got burst. He's got speed. He's got cutting ability. He's got elusiveness, and he's even looked good catching the ball when he has. Steve Sarkeesian coming into Texas should mean increased work in the passing game for him. Najee Harris had 43 catches last year. So we're looking at a total package back that's being compared to Saquon Barkley, and I expect him to get more work this year. Count me in on Bijan Robinson. If you don't have him already, though, you're not getting him. Moving on to my wide receiver room. My first wide receiver is Marvin Mims from Oklahoma. So he's a sophomore, so you'll have to wait till 2023 to draft him into your uh, uh, dynasty leagues. He's a smaller guy. He's 5'9", 177, uh, but it doesn't matter that he's small. Think Elijah Moore from this year, who was 5'9", 180. These guys can succeed and, and, and earn draft capital. Last year, he had 37 catches for 610 yards and nine TDs. Uh, that, that was good for a breakout at age 18.5 as a true freshman last year. That puts him in the 97th percentile of breakout age. So 
analytics people are going to love that about Mims. <clears throat> Mims is a great route runner. He excels both deep and over the middle. It's just a very tremendous, tremendously versatile receiver that already has produced at a high level. He's somebody I absolutely want. My second wide receiver is Quentin Johnson from TCU. So another sophomore. Again, you'll have to wait till 2023 to get him. 6'4", 200 pounds. So big body wide receiver. 22 catches for 487 yards and two touchdowns last year. And also got a little goal line work. He carried the ball three times for three yards and two touchdowns. So again, big body wide receiver. He's looking to break the trend of the highly drafted TCU wide receiver busts. Sorry, Jalen Rager stands. People will remember Josh Doxson as well. So these wide receivers we've gotten excited about at TCU have, have so far let us down, but maybe Quentin Johnson can buck that trend. He had over 22 yards per reception last year. He excels at tracking the ball in the air and is just absolutely lethal in the vertical passing game with that big frame. He's the really the rare size-speed combo that fantasy managers covet. So my third wide receiver is going to be a true freshman, and we're going right back to Oklahoma. May as well have called this the Oklahoma All-Debbie team instead of the Big 12 All-Debbie team. But Mario Williams, so 5'11", 178, four-star wide receiver, the number four wide receiver in the country, number 43 overall player. He's from Plant City, Florida, so we know the high school football is good in Florida. Similar to Marvin Mims, you know, the size is going to earn him that Elijah Moore type comp for the size and the ability and, and just the playing style. OU airs it out a ton, so I, I'm not really worried that these guys, you know, probably being pinned as slot guys in the NFL are going to, you know, be stuck there in college or anything. They're going to be moved all over the place and put up big numbers. The, uh, Williams is quick. He's shifty. He's explosive. He's got incredible lateral agility. He's got extremely reliable hands. He's just one of those guys that is a big play waiting to happen. My tight end, going back up to Iowa State, Brees Hall's teammate, is tight end Charlie Kohler. He's six foot six, 255 pounds. Over the past two years, he's been extremely productive for a tight end. He's got 95 catches, 1,288 yards, and 14 touchdowns over the last two years. He's got the good size. He's got excellent hands. He's got a massive catch radius, and he's an extremely versatile tight end. He loves contested catch situations. He's a great red zone presence. Again, seven touchdowns each of the last two seasons. To me, this guy has, you know, NFL-ready tight end written all over. My two flexes, I'm going to go running back in both of my flexes. And the first one's one of my favorite players because he used to play for my favorite college team. And that's Oklahoma running back Eric Gray, who just transferred there from Tennessee. Eric Gray is five foot 10, 205 pounds. He carried the ball 157 times for 772 yards and four touchdowns and had 30 catches for 254 yards and two touchdowns last year at Tennessee. He's explosive. He's fast. This guy makes defenders miss with his eyes, you know, 10 yards before he gets to them in the open field. I mean, he's just tremendous in the open field. He's a great pass catcher. You see those 30 catches playing for a team as bad on offense as Tennessee was last year. He's going to an improved situation. So I really believe he's going to excel at Oklahoma with his skill set and put up some big numbers and earn some good NFL draft capital. My second flex is another 2023 back. Um, it's going to be running back Zach Evans from TCU. Zach Evans is 5'11", 195, carried the ball 54 times for 415 yards and four touchdowns last year, also had eight catches for 76 yards. Evans has elite prospect pedigree. He was the number two running back and number 16 overall player as a recruit, and he had an absolutely roller coaster recruitment that was just all over the place, similar to kind of the college career we're seeing with Eric Gilbert now, just mystery absolutely everywhere. 
ends up at TCU and, 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 you know, has really shown well so far. He's a versatile runner that can make you miss or run right through you. He's got incredible lateral cutting ability, but just as impressive power. He really looks like a guy that can be a total package. So a couple honorable mentions. My first one is going to be a true freshman as well. And this is Xavier Worthy, uh, freshman wide receiver at Texas. So he's a former Michigan commit. Uh, he's competing with Mario Williams from Oklahoma for the best freshman wide receiver in this conference, in my opinion. He's got elite speed, good hands. He's a good route runner. And again, like Evans, he kind of looks like the total package just at the wide receiver position. And then the Oklahoma wide receivers. So Jaden Hazelwood and Theo Weiss. You know, you heard me talk about the young Oklahoma wide receivers. These guys are the old Oklahoma wide receivers. And, and these are former blue chip recruits that have just not lived up to their billing for one reason or another at Oklahoma. Can either of them put it together this year and earn the NFL draft capital that we once thought they would have? So recapping my Big 12 team, my two quarterbacks were Spencer Rattler and Caleb Williams, both from Oklahoma. My running backs were Brees Hall from Iowa State and Bijan Robinson from Texas. My wide receivers were Marvin Mims from Oklahoma, Quentin Johnston from TCU, and Mario Williams, also from Oklahoma. My tight end was Charlie Kohler from Iowa State. My two flexes were Eric Gray, running back Oklahoma, and Zach Evans, running back TCU. And my honorable mentions were Xavier Worthy, and then Jaden Hazelwood and Theo Weiss at Oklahoma. So that's all I got today for the Big 12 team. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel, The Fantasy Authority. Follow us on Twitter at FF underscore authority. Follow me on Twitter at Evil Empire FF. And don't forget to join our Discord community. It is completely free, and it is just a wonderful area for you to come in, talk fantasy football with us, ask for advice, and just, you know, talk shop about fantasy football whenever you want to. So that's all I got this week. I'll catch you guys next time. All these titles and shits from from concrete to lit. Number one C, this is it. Pedal to metal is lit. I swear I, I, I got the authority. The Debbie authority. This pot is just more to me. The Debbie authority going way up. Taking my opponents down and going way up. Waiting is waiting you down, yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.